because um, I just feel that people um, kind of value your your real story, like the, the real you, not just some bullshit that, um, you know, you have behind the, the real you. So people can actually get to know who um, is behind the brand and not just, um, you know, some, some myth. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just feel that each story that I have, whether it's a throwback, whether it's um, a post about all supplements, is just to do with me and my experiences because, you know, in some way, shape or form, I just want to help an individual any way that I can. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Sups. And I'm, dude, every time uh, Justin and I come on the show, dude, I'm, I'm super excited uh, because, dude, we, we do some long nights uh, over at uh, Supplement Snoop. And, uh, you know, next day we got to be always uh, pumped up and excited. And people ask me, dude, when you look at both of you guys, Justin's always smiling and I'm, I'm always really happy. And we, we laugh a lot on the show. Uh, and I'm sure we will, we will today because we're having such a good time. Um, but also because we get to learn a lot, even, you know, for us being in the industry. But also talking about topics that a lot of people don't really know about, like, you know, we had conversations around how Amazon works, how manufacturers really work, how batch testing works. This is not something that really people talk about. And today, um, we have someone on the show um, that we're going to introduce in a second who really plays an integral role when it comes to Instagram and, like, you know, reviews of products. And you know, you and I were talking about that, Justin, but it really plays a pretty significant role um, in the in the industry. And I... You know, I want to hear from you um, kind of how you met uh, John, John Cook. People know him as the supplement scientist uh, on Instagram, how you guys connected and kind of, um, you know, take it from there, man. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a great point because I think we laugh about uh, on this show a lot. It's like, how do we connect with certain people? It's like this fascinating dynamic going on right now. Like John's from South Africa. You know, we're it's like two people that should never cross paths necessarily and talk about stuff like this. Right. Um, but we did. And, you know, uh, I think John reached out and, you know, I get a lot of messages from people that are like that are reviewers, supplement reviewers, and they want to talk about certain things. And I hear kind of the same old, same old a lot. But the way John's approach was, you know, I took I took a look at his profile and you could see that it was just different. I like to uh, describe it to like people that outside the industry. It's like it's like there's a certain language you speak when you're within the industry and you pick up on it when someone else sort of uh, talks about being honest and being upfront. Um, and I just really picked up on that. And John and I just, uh, you know, just struck up a friendship, talked about our um, our common goals within the industry and how we just, you know, the frustrations of of just, you know, you go on YouTube and you see these reviews and every person with a webcam and a supplement can leave a review. Right. And it's like you watch hours and hours of videos and still never get never get an answer. So I took a look at some of uh, John's stuff and I was like, OK, this guy's doing it a different way. I really like his approach. He's just no nonsense. Um, it, it's just it's unique. Like I said, you, you, you can tell when people are sort of being. I don't know, manipulated into giving a certain point of view. And John's like, look, man, here I am. He's like, and I see that within us too. Like you guys are doing what you're doing for no other reason except you think it's the right thing to do. So we just naturally sort of built this friendship, which was awesome. And just, I'm really happy to have John on here. And John, like, I just kind of want to talk to you real quickly. Like you're a supplement reviewer, but I don't think people really can grasp what that means. Like you're not, a supplement reviewer, like in, in this, um, you know, 
shallow sense. Like you really go in depth. So can you kind of talk about how, how your process goes as opposed to maybe a lot of other people within the industry? Uh, sure. I mean, so first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, well, I started reviewing supplements like quite a while back. I think it was about 18 when I first did my first review on supplementreviews.com. So I just did it for fun, you know, just to see how people would react because back in the day, there was no real local website or anything you can actually put a review on. So I tried with supplementreviews.com. I saw that my feedback was pretty good. And then, like, being a fan of supplements itself, I mean, I had so many reviews in me. Um, you know, I've just been a real big fan of bodybuilding and supplements. So, you know, I just worked hand in hand. And just year after year, I just gradually learned more and more until it is what it is today. Right. So, so I guess, like, explain kind of the – there's a mystery around it. And, and I, I don't um, – you know, I, I know of a lot of supplement reviewers, but I, I want to – I'm also curious myself, so – you take products and then you go use, you know, the online medium, YouTube or whatever, and you start talking about them. But how do you actually, how do you scale from there? Like, how do you become a John Cook in the industry? Like, what, what is it, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? And I, I think people are interested in that. Yeah, yeah, well, sure. Well, I mean, uh, you know, obviously within the industry, there's so many uh, misconceptions about a supplement reviewer, you know. Um, people normally have their own associated idea with how a supplement should be. You know, but for me, I kind of gauge an entire uh, product, say pre-workout, and I try and gauge it against other pre-workouts that I had used and how it should work effectively. So in essence, I just take a product, um, you know, I just think back to other products I've used and kind of gauge it from there. And then I put it on uh, Instagram because in South Africa, YouTube isn't such a big hit because of um, the data cost. So for us, um, going to Instagram was the more um, sensible choice. As such, so so yeah. I mean, as I said, I have plenty of experience doing the reviews, but obviously with the Instagram format, my writing has to be a lot more catchy. It has to be a lot more conclusive than what it would be on supplement reviews, which is basically like a huge essay. So I kind of have to teach myself how to do reviews all over again. So would you say, like your experience with using supplements is like your biggest? say the biggest factor in how you sort of do a review, like you said, pitting, you, you can go back to experience with other supplements when you're reviewing a new one. So you can kind of compare and contrast. So would you say like your experience is what helps you sort of separate yourself? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I do think so because as I said, I have lots of experience like within the industry for all these years and it's just year after year, you get different products but like you have to gauge it to what you think is the, the optimal, you know. Obviously, if you buy a heavy stim pre-workout, stims are the focus. So, I mean, if you buy a lower stim, then you just want to kind of round off like experience. So, yeah, I just think that my experience has played a pivotal role because, you know, I've been reviewing for years and I kind of know what the public like and what they don't like. But for me, it's just it's just being as honest as I can as I'm, uh, and also unbiased as I can as well just because I know people want unbiased, you know, because... Most of these companies that have these uh, reps and stuff always fabricate, um, you know, results and et cetera, et cetera. And that's the main selling factor in a smaller country like South Africa. It's just they see someone who looks a certain way, use something, they'll say, you know what, flavor is a 10 out of 10. And automatically people stop buying this because of what someone else says instead of them doing their own research. So this is a topic that's near and dear um, to us as Supplement Snoop, which is being unbiased. 
um, making sure that there's a focus on you know products that actually work and they you know that what, what is behind the label is actually accurate people know what they're getting I think that's that's a relentless mission we have at supplement snoop so I want to go into that direction a little bit more um, there is a, a lot of chatter about like if you're a reviewer you're gonna like certain brands over the others and talk to us about how to stay unbiased and you know whether companies you know oftentimes will offer incentives will they offer commission and there's nothing wrong with that of course you're trying to build a business too but how do you balance that because I think that's the hardest thing in the industry which is because you know the industry with, with this industry and I, I want to kind of mention that this industry is more personalities than businesses and why that's different is because when I like a company I know the owner and I like the owner and that's very different than other businesses and other businesses you know we're involved with this retail automotive like we don't know the people behind we don't care it's like I'm dealing with brands and like businesses whereas in our industry I'm dealing with people so it's a very relationship driven um, industry so I want to talk about how you navigate that with a business your business supplement scientists being trying to be unbiased and I know you have that on your Instagram profile as well if you could talk about that that'd be, that'd be fantastic yeah well I mean I'm, I'm a lot like using that essence where you know I actually approach um, the owners because I think from their, their point, you're going to get the most unbiased feedback of all. So I approach them first, you know, I say, you know what, I want to put your product on our platform because locally, no one else is doing it the way we're doing it. So it's, it's a big selling point. But at the same token, um, there's not much variety. And that's the problem. And people don't see the relevance in us because they don't really know the importance of a supplement reviewer as such. So I just try and make myself as relevant as I can to the local industry. But it's tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I did. I mean, we have got a lot of good feedback from local companies, but um, it, it always boils down to how good their facilities are, how good their products are, what the variety is. Um, and you know, to be honest, um, locally, you know, you get like one manufacturer making like five different brands, so we we encounter that pitfall as well, you know. So there's not much real variety in essence if you think of it. Um, so it's, it's always pretty tough to approach a company because there's some companies you try and avoid because you know that you know the products on paper don't look good. Um, they're smaller brands, so chances are it's not really going to what, what's on the ingredient panel is not going to be inside the actual product. But uh, we try and be unbiased and we try and like include everyone, even though there are those brands that you like. Uh, you know, I'm not too confident, but more often than not, those those brands aren't the best. You know. I just feel like the, the, the bigger the brand is locally, um, you know, the more acceptable they are to what you do because, you know, they're kind of willing to give you the extra products. They're kind of willing to work with you. Yeah. So being in America, you know, we it's such a competitive, say, cutthroat kind of business. There's so many uh, companies vying for the same position. Like, so for you, would, what sort of influence do you think, like, our market has on, say, your market there like is there any sort of like um pressure on brands there to do better because there's so much competition in the states and now things are sort of um becoming global yeah i mean that's actually a really good question but um i just noticed from our, our local businesses what they like to do is they like to make comparisons you know why spend 40 dollars on an american whey protein when you can get it here for 20 dollars so you know they, they always pitch that that pitch and it's it's, it's, I mean, to those that are uneducated, they just say, you know what, well, why should I spend the extra money on American way when I can get it here locally um, for half the price? You know, but for me, I just try and educate everyone and say, you know what, 
it's coming from America for a reason, you know. It's obviously America is still like the, the pinnacle where you make supplements, where you manufacture supplements, um, the patents and everything in between. But locally, there's no real innovation except when it comes to a huge brand like USN because they probably have the finances to import um, super good ingredients. Um, but otherwise, you know, the, the, the local market's very naive because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just the way that uh, how the local companies are is that they just kind of turn people away from buying internationally just because of the cost uh, because people won't go out their own way to see, you know what, um, this has six grams of citrine matter compared to this local brand's got two grams. So they don't really educate themselves. So that's why I feel that, you know, us being supplement scientists, it's our duty to educate like the masses, especially locally, and say, you know what, you're buying this product not because it's American, because it's superior, you know? So just to track back a little bit, and we'll definitely go into international markets because I think that's a big topic of discussion here too, but... I mean, do you have certain guidelines about how far you'll go into, like, pushing a certain product? I mean, do – and I'm assuming you're dealing with humans, right? So company owners will try to be, be like, hey, like, can you do extra stuff for my product? Will you try to push it more? Or, and then you, will, will, do you push back? Like, how does that um, kind of work um, in, in, in kind of your space? Because, you know, when you're getting a platform where people listen to you and, like, okay, I want to see what the supplement scientist says about a product – Companies know that if you, they, you put in a good word, it's going to help their revenue. So, and it's, of course, they'll try to, I, mean, I assume, they'll try to make sure that you leave them a good review and you're covering them properly. How do you, um, how do you deal with that? And I, I know I kind of asked that before, but I want to really delve into that a little bit more. Um, well, you know, it, it, it's, it's pretty hard because sometimes, as I say, you get these smaller brands that give you a product. Um, they want you to review but at the same token, I know as soon as you're going to review it for what it is, you know, they're going to be like, you know, take down that review. It happened before. Uh, I reviewed a product that was really terrible. Um, I gave it like 2 out of 10. And the next thing I get a phone call from the owner saying, you know what, can you take this down? And I was stupid enough to do it just because I was feeling bad. But um, that's not a wise business move because the, the public has to know the truth. And the issue about a product like this is that it's being pushed uh, all over online. So... Um, yeah, so I, I think that was the wrong decision by me. But uh, yeah, what, what I like to do is, um, you know, I, I do approach every company the same manner. I just say, you know what, do you want to put your guys, I mean, do you want to have your products on our platform? You know, it gets X amount of views uh, per week. Uh, you know, we've got a big following, this and that. So um, most companies do reach back to me. And, um, yeah, but I mean, I, I never ever push the company further than just um, giving us a product because we're still trying to find a feed. It's only been six months. So I just think asking for commission right now could be a bad business move because locally, as I said, um, they aren't really open to reviews as such because they don't see the importance as such. Right. So it, it does get tricky. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, eventually I think, um, you know, more businesses are going to see our worth. And that's all we can do is carry on pushing forward and, you know, just doing the best that we, we can do. Well, I think that's interesting what you said about, you know, this industry, like Brady was saying, it is people, right? Just because a company makes, um, you know, say a product you don't like, doesn't mean that they didn't really try to make a great product. It, it's not everyone's trying to scam people. It's like, it's still sometimes, right, it's hard to be honest with people that you know put blood, sweat, and tears maybe into a formula and it just didn't happen to work. 
you know what I mean? But still, like you said, so was that just a learning experience for you um, going forward? Like, okay, sorry about your hurt feelings, but I'm going to have to be honest. Like, so did you sort of apply that going forward? Uh, yeah, I mean, basically now we have a disclaimer, you know, as they say that we have to say say what it is. But I mean, the whole issue I had with that product was that it was claiming something that wasn't. Um, you know, it's calling itself a lean way, but there's no real like, evidence behind that lean way because there's no kind of, um, you know, slimming agents inside or anything like that. You know, so it's just basically a lean way, but it was supposed to be a meal replacement as well with 10 grams of carbohydrates. So... For me, the whole product was just a marketing scheme. So it, it, it was definitely a learning curve, you know. I just, um, yeah, so as I say, from now forth, we do have the disclaimer. So whatever is on there is on there, and, you know, we're not going to take it off at all because we just want the public to see. As, as I said, I like to um, gauge everything unbiasedly. So when someone looks back, they can say, hey, you know what, they took this into consideration and that. Not just, you know, I like the taste, that's what I'm giving Right. So, and I guess the question that I'd have for follow-up was, what are you looking for in a product? Because I think product reviews are so subjective. Like, I get it. You're doing a pre-workout, but dude, I compare like pre-workouts with like buddies and like, I'm like, dude, that gave me a headache. And someone's like, dude, I, I take that when I go to sleep. And then it's like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? Like I, Justin and I talk about it all the time. You know, Justin can handle a lot of stims. I, I don't use many pre-workouts most of the time. So, so I have different experiences with it. But then besides like the pre-workout space, which you can feel, you feel the tingles, come to protein or BCAAs or meal replacement, like what, what, what are you really testing for? Is it just a taste or, and I, and I would really want to, especially like people who are not in like super into the industry that like are just listening in. Cause there's quite a few, what are you, what are you testing? Cause you, you'll get the label and you have to assume that what's on the label is on there. It looks like a good formula and then you still want to test it. But like what, what is it specifically that you specific, you know, John Cook supplement science that you're looking for, for like, Hey man, this is some good shit. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's very similar because um, I have a partner, Simon, um, who also does the page as well. So um, he's more of a sim junkie than me, you know. I kind of say with sims, um, or I try. But, um, you know, we, we kind of gauge our experiences together, and then we kind of find that, that middle, middle ground. But for me personally, if it's a protein, you know, I think fundamentally taste has to be important because you're going to be using it for multiple, I mean, like, multiple occasions, not just once. You know, um, so something good you have to drink. But when it comes to BCAs and stuff, um, you can kind of gauge recovery. Uh, also, taste is important as well. I just think we come, we become so dependent on taste. Um, you know, we're quite fussy. You know, it has to taste good in order for like someone to buy the game. Um, you know, I'm not really like that. Um, obviously, I feel that effectiveness outweighs taste. But um, you, you obviously get this kind of society where they want everything to be 100%. If it doesn't taste great, they're not going to buy it. Right. And that's kind of um, the, the, the pitfall in South Africa because products don't really taste good yet, to be honest with you. So kind of in that same vein of what do you look for like in a, in a supplement, right? You have a lot of contact with a lot of brands, a lot of people, different companies have different approaches. What, what are maybe some red flags, you know, when you're starting a new relationship with a brand, you know, you kind of want to build, it seems to me you want like a long-term kind of relationship um, because you're going to be investing a lot of effort into it. It's not just this simple cut and dry, okay, boom, on to the next one. Like, So maybe some red flags or what's some um, uh, some positive things, sort of positive signs that you see from, from say, company owners or their representatives. What do you look for, um, both positive and negative, when you're starting a new relationship? 
Well, obviously, like um, the first point I look for is to see how like the manager interacts with me. You know, to kind of see how he is, and then you kind of get a good basis of how the product's going to be. So if you get someone that's like open-minded to listen to your suggestion, say if I have um, just like a pre-workout instead of, uh, uh, I, I tell them, you know, I don't like um, colon bitartrate. Uh, Maybe it would be better if you use alpha uh, uh, GPC. And then instead of him being like, oh, you know what, I like it this way, this and that, he's going to be open-minded to say, you know what, maybe let's take a look at things and, you know, maybe this could work. So it obviously comes down, uh, that kind of comes down to the, the manager as such, or sorry, the owner. So, you know, there's, there's lots of things I look for, but I just find locally it's really hard because people make a lot of promises. I mean, I, I used to work in the industry as well. It's tough, like uh, for a company, because promises are made, promises are never kept because the supplement industry isn't as big as it really should be because of local brands kind of pushing aside like international brands because of, um, you know, import implications and stuff like that. So that's like the hard part here. But I mean, obviously red flags for me is a prop blend and most local companies love a prop blend with taurine. And I, I don't really like taurine because everything is taurine. You know, every single thing is taurine. And I just... I like lose my mind. And the thing is, you can't really approach a company and say, take out your taurine because every single product of this has taurine. So, you know, for, for me, finding a good brand in South Africa is tough. But um, obviously, you know, you do get them um, where the managers will need to talk to you and, you know, be human about it. You know, understand where you're coming from and understand where he comes from. So, you know, with all that being said, uh, that's kind of the, the positives and negatives that I look for. So, I guess... Um you know, to, to, to wrap up just the, the review part of this, because there's another aspect to you um, that I think we want to learn about. But the review part, if I'm if I'm a newbie and I'm like starting off getting into supplements, I, you know, like, hey, man, I, I want the app because I, I like what supplements you know, provides all this information, dissecting all that. Now they want to go into the review part. They want to see all the reviews that are out there. What should people look out for when they're looking for a good review site or a good reviewer? And and I guess where I want to phase into this, too, is, like, what makes you stand out? Like, why are people following you? Because, dude, there's I – mean, the, between the three of us, I mean, we can count dozens of reviewers. You know, we get hit up every day, have a new YouTube channel or what, like Justin was saying. What makes a good reviewer, and why, why, why are you in the position you are today that everyone kind of knows you on the ground? Um, you know, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's a good question, but, um, you know, you know, what makes uh, like a good review in the day is just being as unbiased as you can, you know, learning from each review because there was some reviews that did where it got feedback where, you know, I should know what I was talking about, but I didn't. So it's kind of that constant learning and kind of, uh, applying it to each review. So, you know, someone can take a look at you and say, you know what, it's a person that's doing a review, not just, um, you know, someone that's just uh, writing a review for fun. So I just like to take like, um, you know, I always like to put like an element of humor in each review that I do just, you know, because it's a part of me. Uh, like you said before, but your, um, your product is an extension of you. And that's how I feel each review of mine is an extension of myself. Uh, because I do love this industry, you know, it, it's helped me through a lot and it will continue to do that. So that's why I want to build the longevity, not just within the local industry, but also abroad as well, just because. You know, I know that if someone applies it to themselves properly, you know, it can help them in the future. You know, whether, whether it's like 
losing weight or fitness or, you know, just improving your mental health. You know, that can all be done through supplements and obviously training and diet, etc. So I just think it's the very um, important aspect of, like, everyone that's um, concerned with the health. So one thing I want to ask, too, before we sort of switch gears, like you were just talking about how when you have a platform, especially something that, you know, sure, there's scientific data we can talk about, but then ultimately you're giving your opinion, you're using personal experiences, you know there's always going to be some pushback, especially the bigger you get, right? So, um, and like you mentioned, if you say something, like a little bit wrong, you know someone's going to call you out on it, right? So how do you sort of deal with um, and navigate that whole feedback and there's a lot of trolling and stuff like that that goes on? So how do you sort of deal with that? Because that can, I mean, people can be brutal. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, like um, pushbacks are obviously going to be expected with um, a name like Supplement Scientist. Um, you know, um, that wasn't my preferred choice because I just knew that, you know, people – when they see the word scientist, they're going to go crazy and, like, um, you know, they want clinical data. They want, um, like, paid tests for everything to make sure it's effective, this and that. So, you know, that was a risk. But uh, on, on our, like, front, I think that um, the scientist part is just uh, more or less about, you know, we kind of base our reviews more scientifically than just um, opinionated, I guess. You know, that's, that's all that I can say to people that have, like, trolled us before. You know, they, they always want, like, you know, proof that you're a scientist or something like that. And it's, it's a bit tough. But, um, yeah, but I, I mean, like, with with this industry, you know, as you did say, it's, it's an opinion. So if, if someone disagrees with my opinion where it comes to taste or, um, you know, or effectiveness, you know, that, that happens, like, like, daily with, with each review that we do. But uh, I just counter it with, um, you know, my feedback and how I found the supplement and, you know, as, as I tell everyone, like I'll say, then you do their own research themselves, you know, so at least they can come back with like a, like a proper argument, not just something out of emotion. And I just think that um, when people love a brand, they use a lot of emotion instead of sense. So when they come at you, like, um, you know, saying, you know, what, oh, you're biased and this and that, um, you know, I just have to brush up my shoulders because, you know, clearly I'm not. Um, I just do it for the sake of educating and you know, putting some good content out there so others can enjoy it and just be like, you know what, this is how review is supposed to be done, um, biasly. Yeah, so I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about being unique and personal branding. We just talked about the fact that in supplements, you're dealing with people and not really the company, right? And so I think, you know, when you look at the industry, it's there's a lot of testosterone, you know, in the industry, you know, talking about, you know, uh, you know, just from actually literally, uh, but also just in all the messaging, you know, if you look at some of the brands, what they put out, it's some heavy hitting shit, man. It's like, go hard, go home, get shit done, fuck average, all that stuff. Like it's some heavy hitting shit. But I think where you're different, you don't take that approach. You, you talk about motivational stuff and you've built a brand around reviews, but what you're talking about, you tap into your emotional side quite a bit. And I wanted to kind of talk about that more, you know, in a fact from people that are trying to get in the industry and they're trying to carve a niche for themselves and really stand out what they're doing. And, you know, one of the things that you know, I've been saying a lot is like the importance of building a brand and the importance of being unique because everyone, like you said earlier, there's a lot of copycat stuff. 
And so if you could tap into that a little bit about the brand that you've built, because I think that's a big part of what you do. And when someone goes to your Instagram page and sees your stories, they're like, you know, you go to your stories and you see someone lifting like, you know, five, six hundred deadlifts and then someone is doing some crazy shit at the gym. Someone's cussing. Someone's has these motivational quotes with like F you and all that stuff. I know I'm familiar with all that stuff, but you, you take a different approach. So talk about that. Why did you take that route and, and how much do you think that has to do with your, your, your uh, popularity in the space? Um, well, you, you know, to be honest, as you said, you're trying to find an issue with within the market. And for me, you know, um, having gone through some, you know, personal trials and tribulations, I just feel that, you know, um, the, the mental aspect is kind of overlooked because, you know, in school, you're not taught about how to deal with, um, you know, emotions like depression, anxiety, stress. And even when you finish, you're not really taught about that. It's something that you have to face yourself. So, you know, it's just kind of my experiences that, you know, as I said, it's an extension of myself uh, with each person I do because um, I do feel that people um, kind of value your, your real story, like the, the real you, not just some bullshit that, um, you know, you have behind the, the real you. So people can actually get to know who um, is behind the brand and not just, um, you know, some, some myth. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I just feel that each story that I have, whether it's a throwback, whether it's um, a post about old supplement, is just to do with me and my experiences because, you know, in some way, shape or form, I just want to help an individual any way that I can through, you know, the, the trials that I've suffered and, you know, just to, you know, reach out where you have to. And, um, yeah, it, it's all about building like a better society within the industry. As you said, there's a lot of testosterone flowing through there. But for me, I just try and stay level-headed and treat everyone equal. You know, that's why I think I'm different is, you know, I've, I've never had a bad word to say about anyone. Um, you know, I, I take um, a completely different approach because, you know, as I say, I want to build longevity and I don't want to build, like, hatred and, you know, grudges against anyone. You know, I just want to be in this because I love supplements and I love what it can do and everything in between. So, yeah, I just want longevity, and I just feel that with each post I do, it's just a slice of me, you know, and I, I feel that people do um, receive it well because it's something different, you know. It's not something that you're going to find, like, on, uh, I don't know, like a bodybuilding motivational page or something like that because, you know, what, what I speak from is from the heart, and that's something that's clearly lacking kind of in society today, you know. Um, it's just it's just me as a whole, like on my page with each post, with each review. It's just me. Well, I think one thing, especially I've noticed, and I know it's kind of a, one of our goals as Supplement Snoop is not, we don't want to tell you, we don't want to be another company saying, this is the answer, this is what you're supposed to do. Um, take this and you'll have, you'll have some fucking balls or something like you'll get some this and that. You're like, people are tired of sort of being told what to do so we try to like set it up where no we'll sort of help you get started on the path because the beginning of that path is so confusing for a lot of people but you're going to sort of facilitate them started but it's ultimately up to them to determine what's you know important to them so i know that's kind of like what you did is that would you say that's like accurate about like what your goal is like just sort of as a facilitator you're going to kind of help them along with the process get them started yeah yeah true uh, i mean like like, like for me you know, to come into the fitness world, the bodybuilding world, um, you know, it's, it's a big, scary world if you don't know what you're doing. 
And, you know, the nice thing about me is I did experience within the industry for many years. And, you know, just as I said, through all these trials and tribulations, um, you know, I just want people to find their feet first, you know, but before they try and reach something that's really not there. You know, most people do the fitness, the bodybuilding more for, um, you know, vanity than it is for passion and drive. And, you know, I just want to steer people in the right direction, you know, whether they can see that, you know, what they're doing is not really the end goal or what they're doing is. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel that, you know, it's like stepping stones for people that they can walk on and see where they really want to go. So, yeah, I think I think he's following them, man. Awesome. I um, I think we're going to phase into some of the some of the Q&A. And, and I think one of the big uh Big themes was just, you know, you talking about, like, where you're from. Um, I think in the States especially, we're a little guilty of this. We live in our own little bubble, and we don't really hear about what's going on in other countries. But we do hear stuff in, goes on in Europe, Middle East, and, um, you know, in, in Asia. But, like, when it, when it comes to Africa, like, there's almost, like, dead sounds. We don't hear, like, anything that's going on there, especially when it comes to supplements. I mean, we, we hear, I mean, people, talk, you know, from Australia and New Zealand, but there isn't a whole lot that we hear about Africa. So... Just, just kind of in, in, in a few words, what is the supplement industry like like in Africa? What, what is, what is the, the bodybuilding fitness industry like? I mean, um, and if you could talk about that a little bit, because we don't get to hear about that um, at all. Uh, sure, sure. I mean, um, for me, it's growing. It's growing very steadily. Um, I think it can be a lot bigger and better if brands start focusing on like an end goal instead of each other because that's what I feel like the local market does is that, you know, if, if brand A is doing 10 grams of uh, BCAs per serving, I'm going to do 10.5. So it's just a competition be- between um, each other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as I said, you do get your, your um, dominant brands, like you get USN, which is like still like a powerhouse here. And with USN, they own like a few other local companies as well. So they kind of have the power to manipulate, but um, like they they basically the only company locally that's kind of pushing forward when it comes to innovations, as I said, because they've got the funds. So you know, like um, yeah, as you did say, you won't hear much from Africa because you never hear someone say yourself adjusting like going online on this African store and buying some South African way, just because it's not. It's just uh, yeah, I, I think we're far from that point where you know. An American audience or European is going to be like, you know what, I want to buy some South African way. I just think we're far from it because we all outsource our way So from America. So um, I think we closed but we're far, if you know what I mean. Um, but one thing I have noticed is that there is a lot of um, international brands that want to come to South Africa. But the, the main issue here is that like, without backhands or gray imports, you're not going to get it. And that's the sad part about it, is that unless it's with FedEx, you're just not going to get in. And I mean, I've had this experience, like time and time and again, where I get stuff from America sent from me by a friend. It gets detained at um, South African uh, post office and gets sent straight back. So I think that's crippling the, the industry as such, because, you know, there's, there's so many good brands out there that want to come here. But um, they never really do the homework as such. So when they're trying to come here, you know, they, they um, reach on to a retailer here who's well-known, and he just basically brings products here just to sell off to a major retailer, and that brand kind of dies down. I mean, we've had John Meadows brand here. We've had Blackstone Labs here, Controlled Labs. 
we've had so many products here, uh, sorry, brands that just fail because there's no follow through. Um, it's just, they, they just basically come through for the ride and then when it's here, well, you know, they're on their own. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a scary market, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, things can always change, you know. Um, yeah, so it is yeah. what it is. So it's not that good. So what is your um, – well, Prady, do you, do you have a follow-up for that? No, continue. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, so I know you and I have talked a lot about, say, the future. Um, what What is your goals? Like what's your um, aim for, say, the future of bringing the supplement industry in, um, to South Africa and sort of um, building those relationships? Like what's your what, – what do you see the future as? Or like what would be your ideal uh, future? Uh, well, first, uh, I'd like to see uh, Azothia, that's number one. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's tough because people come to me, um, you know, they're like, you know, John, what, what price would sell in South Africa? And I'll tell them, you know, I like good quality brands um, like uh, Earth Nutri. I like Earth Nutri a lot. But, um, you know, it's expensive. So by the time when, you know, the import duties are done and you pay the backhand, you know, you're gonna pay like uh, sixty dollars for like um, uh, like maybe the pre-workout, or sixty or eighty dollars for the pre-workout. And people are not gonna spend that much money here because South Africa is like in re- or like a recession again. So people aren't really spending that much money on supplements. So it's it's a bit of a of a difficult market. But um, you know, people approach me. You know, people want to come into the country, and I try find retailers for them. But you know, it's like the same old story. Uh, companies come in South Africa because of the profit margin, you know, how much the, the retailer can get, not because it's a good product. I mean, I see some brands here that are, are like disgusting to look at, but they're here because of the good profit margin. And that's that's like the make or break uh, part here. I mean, we've had Satic here. It just came and went. Um, profit margins are huge, obviously, for, you know, whey protein with like a, a ton of taurine. So it's it's tough, man, because we see like these kind of uh, big brands that come here and then they they die down. So yeah, it's like a cutthroat business here. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I think there's it's a whole topic in itself, just because I feel like we don't hear anything um, from from Africa. And I actually think, from a business perspective, Africa is going to be the next continent that's going to be really you know blow up if you look at what's happening technology there and um, just cell phones and internet. I think there's a lot. Um, there's a lot um, there, uh, you know, and, and I think uh, it's actually cool to have you on there. Actually, are, I think uh, uh, besides Mark, the first one outside of um, North America we've had on the show, so which is, uh, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, so we do have uh, um, a couple of, couple of questions. We're going to uh, fire, fire them off. I know one of them was about um, South Africa, what the scene is like, what supplements are available. Um, but another one um, that I had for you is um, someone asked, how did you get introduced to the world of SUPS initially, like, and what got you to become a reviewer? I know you kind of touched on it, but maybe a, a quick, quick answer to that. Um, can, I turn, can I turn my phone screen so you can see? Absolutely. We'd love, we'd love to see it. Uh, you can see properly. Kind of that. Nice. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, for me, like, uh, bodybuilding supplements kind of, you know, are like one, you know, for me, so... Um, you know, growing up wanting to be a bodybuilder, you know, supplements just came naturally because I was never into like using anabolics and stuff. And like, you know, using supplements at the age of 14, um, you know, 
but uh, yeah, so so that kind of love began from there, and like you know, I I just bought it purely out of passion because you know back then the advertising was so good and so pure that you would literally believe that Jay Cutler is using the Celtic and Nitrotech combo to get the way he is, and yeah, I mean with me I have to say with international products because you know I just felt that we were always superior, so you know doing reviews kind of felt naturally because. Um, I'm not much of a talker, but when it comes to writing, I can write a bit. So, you know, it just uh, it was like one plus one. So, yeah, that's kind of how, man. Fantastic. Uh, Justin, I'm going to keep on with the questions. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, bud. Uh, so, uh, and I think, uh, so we, <laughs> we have we have some funny ones I will ask him because I told uh, people that, uh, one, actually a few people asked me about your, the mustache, man, and I think it's part of the brand. and. And people ask about, you know, the, the a secret stack for, for how, how you're growing uh, the stash. I laugh about it, but actually, you got two questions. Yeah, is it a subs or is it a is it is it, is it the extra tea that's flowing through your body, man? What's uh, what's going on? <laughs> oh shit! Um, hey, I, I, I mean, to be honest, I've always wanted this kind of facial hair, and like this year it came. You know, I think I managed to handle my my stress and cortisol levels, so this part was able to grow. And uh, I've also been using some uh, KSM 66, so, you know, maybe the combination of everything uh, coming, yeah. And, and maybe doing this podcast as well help, help the growth a bit more. It is a little thicker than when we started, I think. <laughs> I know a lot of people have, uh, have said that their T levels get raised massively after this podcast, uh, so we uh, always enjoy, enjoy that feedback. Another question we got, which is uh, um, another one, and I was wondering too. Um, you, you said you have a partner that does the, the the page with you. Is that correct, or are you are you two of you? Yeah. And you can speak a little bit about him, how you met him, and how you guys work together. Yeah, sure. So um, basically, as I was saying, like with me going through a lot of trials and tribulations, um, basically um, when I was going through this, I had no one to kind of turn to. So like, just somehow I reached out to Simon, who's, who's um, you know like my partner with, with uh, Supplement Sciences, and he, he kind of told me from the get-go, you know what, but we're going to make this uh, work, we're going to get through this together. And I just felt like an endearment there, because Simon's been working in the local industry as well for about 10 years. So for me, we actually first met, because um, I had sneakers I wanted to sell off, and he had a whole bunch of Universal Torrent, which I love. So we kind of did the swap back then. So you like last year... For, 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 for intro, is that what you said? Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. That's like a Gary Vee well, uh, Nice, love it. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, to be fair, Torrent was going out the country, so it was now or never. So I just knew I had to. So, so basically, <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, that happened. So, um, Simon was he had a page himself, and then I saw you know he was getting a few likes and stuff like that. I was like, Simon, you know what? Let's join forces together and let's do this thing together. And then he was like, Cool, bud, let's do it. So. Yeah, it has been going. So as you see, I have more freedom than Simon just because it's the way it is because he's uh, a lot busy on the road. So majority of the posts are mine. But like, you know, if it comes to questions about, you know, because we, we, we do talk about anabolics as well. You know, that's Simon's forte because it is um, a very great area and the supplement industry is obviously anabolics. So he talks about that. Um, you know, he can give advice. For me, I don't talk about that. I've had my experiences, my fair share. So um all that so yeah, I mean, Simon's a real cool guy, and yeah, I mean, uh, I couldn't have chosen a, like a better person to do this with because he like supports everything I do, and yeah, it's just been great with him, man. To be honest, awesome. Another one we just got in was, um, 
are you is this like your main business or what what do you do like for for, for like a full-time job or like how are you involved in the industry and I, and I know you just said you've been in the industry for longer than you've had the sub the, the you know the instagram page so if you can t talk about like your professional background a little bit i think it'd be great uh yeah man um well you know basically i've always wanted to work in the local industry it's just that uh, it always boils down to who you know mm -hmm. and who you're willing to suck up to so, uh, you know, for me to kind of find a spot in South Africa, it's been tough, man, because people choose their family over you. People choose you know, who they like over you. And they, they didn't really like me because people think I'm arrogant because of, of my answers and stuff that I give because I give, you know, like, uh, real in-depth answers. Like, I remember doing an interview for a massive company, and, you know, they were like, well, what are some of the benefits of our quantity? And I was just like, well, it improves insulin sensitivity. So the guy looks at me, and he's like, huh, maybe. So I just knew then and there that, um, you know, I'm just better off doing my own thing. So, you know, this is how, like, I carry on doing my reviews because uh, I just knew that there was a gray area where, you know, people need to know more truth about it and not just buy something because a brand has it or because so-and-so says it works great. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, this isn't like a full-time business at all. I still work for my family business selling tools, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I just feel that uh, persistence will, will pay off eventually, whether it's locally or, you know, hopefully internationally, because that's obviously the spot in um, America. That's obviously where dreams are made, you know. So, yeah, I just have to carry on pushing on. You know, we all have to have dreams, and without the dreams, you know, who are we? So you have plans to come to the States? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I've, I've always had plans. It's just never worked out, man. It's just never worked out with, with debt and with um, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just with debt, man. Debt is crazy. If you don't know how to use money, you spend on stupid shit. Right, uh, I'm an example of that. Hey, man, we can all relate in America, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all have that problem here, man. Uh, so, uh, well, yeah, I, I think uh, we, we, we'd, love to, uh, we'd love to have you here, man, uh, stateside. We're, we are planning a big uh, retreat in September, uh, and uh, you're obviously are going to be a VIP member, man. You got you got to become, we're going to be in uh, Vegas, man, so you got to come. Jeez, man. You know, you know that'll be like a dream on top of a dream. Time's a dream. Right. You just, you probably won't go back. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, I actually wouldn't want to. Right, um... So you don't you don't have kids or anything like that? Uh, no, I'm, I'm married. Um, I've right. been married for I think six years. You're gonna want to run that buyer, <laughs> <laughs> right? But if you've been married six years, you already know that. You don't need me to tell you. Yeah, no, no, true, true. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, like like this, yeah, dude. I mean, the, this African life isn't uh, like anyone's dream. You know, people always try and get out and stuff like that. But you know, I just try and you know push on as long as I can. You know, so people won't say I'm running away from, um, you know, my fears or this or that. So I just try and be as much of a man as I can about it. You know, obviously I'd like to go, but you want to go when you can afford to go, not just when, you know, you can barely make ends meet. Awesome. Awesome. I, I think we got a really good uh, round of questions. We have one bonus one and we posted this and uh, we got three claps to this. So this is a little extra question, but people see an eerie resemblance between you and some of the, some of the cast they have on some, I'm, sorry, I'm laughing because it's so stupid. But uh. <laughs> like we we were trying to get it out of you earlier. What's right. your side hustle? Right, we know right. what it is. Yeah. Like, so a lot of people have have said there's a resemblance between you and like some of the guys that see on Brazzers and some of the some of the Pornhub guys. Uh, one guy, uh, 
that we know personally asked if you were related to Ron Jeremy, the legend. Uh, so I wanted to hear if you've gotten that before, man. It is a little well, bit of BTS. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure what gave it away. I, I'm, I'm assuming it must be the awesome facial hair. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I don't really have an answer to that. It's the first time. So, I mean, like, obviously, the American audience is a lot, is a lot more um, familiar with that than um, here. So, it's the first time I've heard anyone say it. So, right. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely, is a, it definitely is a compliment for every year. Uh, for every bodybuilder, man, to get complimented on their looks like that, so uh, I think it's a it's a positive uh, it's a positive thing. But uh, yeah, man, I think um, we had a really good interview, and I and honestly, I, I really believe, you know, I think going in, we don't really know what to expect when we, you know, um, I, I know we've been chatting a little bit off uh, off uh, off Instagram on text and stuff, and um, but for a lot of people, they see on Instagram, and you never really know like how people are going to be in an interview or in a casual setting, um, and I think it's always good to have you you know, come on the show and just share just who you are, what you're all about. And I think there's a lot of value that came out of this as well, which is a, a big, uh, big part of what we do. But, um, but yeah, man, what do you, what do you think, Justin? You think we, we covered a lot of good ground here? Yeah, man, I think this was awesome. I think, uh, that was one thing I was really excited about is we always, I mean, it's why just being real and being honest is like this novel approach anymore. I'm not really sure, but I just knowing John just, he's like, look, this is, this is it. This is who I am. So I knew I knew it would go really well with the three of us. So I'm glad he was on. Awesome, guys. So, well, uh, you guys can uh, catch us on, um, of course, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Music, uh, and SoundCloud. And, of course, we'll be uh, uploading all this on, on Instagram if you're listening to us at, at Behind the Subs. So uh, we'll catch you guys later. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, bud.